man, these these kids almost had a heart attack over the weekend, especially since uh, Trump said he was about to shut down TikTok because he shut was worried about worried about oh they 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 taking too much of American information. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> he's just mad that they fucking bought all those tickets to his rally, and he had four and a half people there. True that. And he got clowned by all the TikTok kids. Plus that, uh, man, what's that comedian? Oh, she's not a comedian. She's an actress. Uh, Sarah. Oh, man. What's her name? Uh, let me bring it up real quick. Oh, jeez. What's the privacy concerns for the TikTok, though? Oh, Sarah Cooper. For the most part, kind of like any social media app, they can access a whole lot of shit. They can They can turn your mic on. That's what anything though. Like anyone yeah. get hacked, so it's kind of like, why is TikTok? It's booming though, so I can't like. But then it's owned by was it owned by China? Yeah. It's so China, China has all that information. Yeah. That and then because Gen Z, they they spread information that yeah. your boy don't like. Mm. Yes. That's deep. True that. But I know, I know we we happy. You guys are happy with it, right? I Shut down TikTok. Uh, Okay, this is weird. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I'm, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I'm so biased because like I, when I saw the TikToks, it's on my Twitter feed. So I have Twitter, right? So like when I see TikToks on there, I laugh because they're so funny because like some things are good on there. But then at the same time, it's like that's what kids are doing all day. Like you know, all they're doing is making videos, which is good if that's you know that's how they burn their time. But it's like, damn, like is this like you know the new way of life now? Like you know, social media is like guys running our whole world now. So it's pretty scary, like, you know, that's what kids do now. That's, that's that's fun, right? They don't play outside. They're not playing pickup basketball games or anything outside on the floor. So it's a whole Man. different dynamic, right? So I'm like, oh, my God, am I getting old or what, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, they literally, if they go outside, they take their phones out there to make TikToks. <laughs> like, yeah, I've seen kids just like... You're not playing, but you're you're trying to do a TikTok dance, and you look borderline off by just being in the middle street, just pointing one direction, dancing that hard. It's strange, right? Just like just no music, no nothing. You just <laughs> what? What is this? Right. What is this? Sorry. Just let, just what? let them live their truth, I guess. Man, honestly, get rid of it. <laughs> Anything that brings white people joy. <laughs> Savage. Anything that that allow, gives them the instrument to destroy us and take us down. Why not? Appropriation. <laughs> Honestly, because I'm I'm really tired of like I'll say this at when we were in like normal society, mm-hmm. quote unquote, going to work and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, if I see one more kid try and get me to do a stupid ass tic tac or tic tac, tic tac, that's just so annoying. Like and they're just like, oh, Miss Vanessa, can you do the whoa? No, sit down. How about that? Read a book. I can't do it. You know, I know I can, but it's just. All right, <laughs> yeah. let me let me be the devil's advocate for this, okay? The pros for the TikTok. Ready? Check this out. I would say, think about this. Would you rather have a kid or child, whatever person you want to identify as, doing that over being into selling drugs or you know? Uh, being into gangs, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but like, somebody, yeah, somebody. they do some of do both. But like, would you rather? Would you would you rather deal with some? Because like, it's a way of getting them to be busy, right? Because I feel like a lot of people who find ways to distract themselves or tend to like stay out of trouble, right? Like, think about kids who go to like play sports during like certain grade schools or do things outside of school and keep themselves busy. Tend tend to be out of trouble compared to other kids, based off my experiences, mm-hmm. right? So I can't say, I can't speak on all, but. It's a way of helping them, not just, you know, it's it's not the best, but I would say it kind of helps them right. not get into trouble. And would that's like, the, yeah, that's like, that's the only pro I could see from it, you know? But then, like, like I said, like, I don't know. So I want to see, like, what you guys thought for that. I will counter that. Well, let's hear Ooh. it. Uh, so kids, at least I know from, like, kids in my program, like, at the adolescent age or, like, the young young teens or whatever preteens mm-hmm. um they don't know how to be social or how to interact with people so i feel like this is just another way like i've seen it another way for them to just be in their own damn world and make their isolating videos but then when it comes time to actually 
interact with real people, they don't know how to do it. They could text mm-hmm. just fine. I they like could that. chat with you just fine. However, if it comes down to having a conversation and having to like engage with a person or make eye contact, it's like they'll have whole breakdowns. Right. So I think that, you know, yeah, it's good, but at the same time, there are some bad things about it, and it's when they sit there and just, like, yeah, it's giving them something to do, but it's also creating that time where they're just by themselves and don't know how to interact with the real world. That's, that's fair game. Trust me, I I got no social media besides Twitter, so I understand that. <laughs> I'm a huge advocate. But, Ooh. yeah, it's just, but it's just, like, crazy to think, like, yeah, you're right. It's, like, people don't know how to socialize anymore either. But then also, like, you know, Think about what we're doing now. I hate to go on the go on the the range of like everything's online now, dating's online, this is online. But now like we're all our, we're we're hidden faces behind a phone. You know, you could talk a big game right on that text, right? See so you come see them. Hey, what's up, baby? Uh, uh, I don't want to say anymore. Uh. <laughs> yo, Done. so so on that note, yo, let's get let's hop into this episode real quick. Make white people scared to dance in public. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa Denae. And it's your boy, Swoosh Knight. And you're tuning into Love, Love Yours, the podcast. Hello, hello. What's good, y'all? Hey, guys. This is Love Yours, the podcast, the podcast that promotes black mental health. Black mental wealth. And black mental stability. And they will forever be out of reach until you. Bum, ba, da, da. Love yours. Well, um, Sugar of Vanessa Denae. It's your boy, Swoosh Knight. And we have more guests, guys. Man, they just. Guests. Where are they coming from? Introduce yourselves. We come from all over the globe here. We got Washington out here. Oh, Jesus. I'm from the Bay Area originally, <laughs> but, you know, I live in Seattle, Washington. The clouds, the rain, baby. That's where I'm from now. Let's go. It's my home. It's Kwame Mitchell here. <laughs> it's I not, cannot. It's not funny right Are now. Are we going to get this voice the whole time? No, my like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's Kwame oh, Mitchell geez. here from the Bay originally. Went to University of Oregon. Now, you know, worked in sports, you know what I'm saying? And now a black man in a tech company trying to make moves in the world. And that's who I am. Kwame's here. Let's go. Pass on the mic, baby. Yeah, my, my big dog, my cousin out here you can you can go check him out on the googles oregon ball boy with the high top throwback died fade throwback guy went to uh uh be what a manager for the the seattle seahawks well, little things big time little, little times things. Little, little things little things he's being modest he's he's humble he's humble my man <laughs> yes 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 well thank you guys so much for having me it's an honor yeah. you know my first little podcast with the, with, the, with the fam and the people here you know i'm thankful for you guys yeah I'm hopefully. hopefully i get to learn some things from you guys you know what i'm saying i love intellectual conversations <laughs> so i'm ready to get blessed yeah man. he's trying to start his own thing soon so you know this is, you heard him here first love yours the okay. podcast exclusive I can't with both of those voices. Exclusive. Anyways, mm-hmm. our other guest, please step to the mic. I don't even know how to follow that. <laughs> I don't. You, maybe, it's okay. Maybe I got just you. End it right now. I'm, I'm your hype man. I got you, bro. Like, get him. I get him. I thought I was great. And so, <laughs> um, I'm Anthony. I am controversy. On Instagram, I'm an artist, tattooer, um, all-around sex-positive, body-positive advocate, um, abolitionist. I work at uh, youth facilities uh, for the County of San Mateo. I also am a residential counselor at an independent living program in therapy for mental health and addictions for 18 to... 70 years old. I went to Santa Clara University. Woo woo. I just got my master's in human rights from. I'm sorry, say that one more time for the 
for the people in the back. You just got your what? Masters. Oh, okay. Say it with your chest. Uh, no, and you can't. Oh, no, no more, because I said it with my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. So, uh, they, yeah, they, if we, one thing's for sure, they're going to get their money, man. For sure. <laughs> yes, they will. Yeah. University of San Francisco, uh, Masters in Human Rights. And uh, yeah, I also love intelligent conversations. Um, and anything to like promote black mental health, I will support. And I got friends here, so I like that. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, support communities, support black owned businesses, black entrepreneurship, and let's get it. For sure. For sure. So, uh, our conversation for today, the main topic, the main event, what you all come here for is, uh, what name? Social media. And its effects on our mental health. Exactly. Perfect time to discuss that, especially, you know, being pent up in our house for five months, going on six. I wish I was in the house. I mean, I mean, alcohol use has gone up, marijuana use has gone up, so clearly social media is going to go up. Yeah. I think a couple of people have been ran into the issue of how much Wi Fi they have and had to upgrade their. Their packet Wi-Fi internet packages lately. Oh damn! So I mean, that's ridiculous. Uh, our shit like, went up. I'm gonna need y'all to find some. Well, okay, I'll give people the benefit of the doubt on that because they could be using like Netflix and shit too. So. Working from home and whatnot, you know. Yeah. Bandwidth going up Man. every day, not a Tuesday. And not even asking about like, hey, we should we do it? Like, nah. They hinted me up in my email like, yo, you already did it. So uh, <laughs> if you see that bill a little higher, <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> we, quote unquote, trying to save you money. Yeah, that's How does that work? By raising my, my, my rate? I don't, I don't understand that. Anyways. I, I, I trust them. Hopefully, you know. Or else I'm going to show up where they need me to. Where they don't want me to. Okay. Catch the wrong one the right day. Yeah, that's crazy. Those, those, those are getting high over here, huh? <laughs> the cost of living out here is a joke, though. You guys, <laughs> I'm mind blown, man. I'm over here like, what? This place yeah. is 2,500 per person? I'm like, okay, I don't know about that, G. Like, yeah, it's like a one bedroom. Yeah, because a one bedroom out there in Seattle is like 18, 1900. Yeah. And that's like, you know, Whoa. pretty decent. Yeah, so it's like, what? Why is the cost of living so crazy back in the Bay? I keep forgetting, like, how expensive it is here. Everybody wants to be here, so man. Everybody wants to live here. Yeah. Yep. Yep, and now our rent is disrespectful. That's crazy. Oh, don't forget justification. Oh, yeah, for that sure. Too. That's everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No joke on that. No joke. No for joke sure. on that. So, uh, Thanks, fucking Twitter headquarters. Twitter headquarters, man. I mean, what there are a couple of other things out here. I mean, you gonna blame Twitter, yeah. Adobe, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Uh, yeah. man, Netflix. Netflix ain't too I feel far like from that's here. The closest no. one to I mean, you Google, just Google by itself takes over the whole. Google is big as shit. Yeah. I used to work security there. Oh, big as shit. No, Apple killers over there. I mean, just man, we could discuss this mental health, social media. Because clearly we, we have uh, engaged in a whole lot of it. So we're trying to figure out where, where we are, how it affects our mental health. Should we, I think we need to also add mental health breaks from social media. But, uh, you know, let's, let's hop into that. Let's start right off with uh, our screen time. So for the most part, I think two of us actually have the screen time <laughs> on. Yeah. on. Us well, some two. don't. So bless us with the screen time, so, G. What do you so got last first? week, all right, so I, I'll go first. On Instagram, your boy dropped 14 hours and three minutes. Oh, wow. In a day? Week. Oh. Mm. Twitter dropped seven hours, 51 minutes. And by, and by the way, we, we are counting dating apps. Oh, it's on there? We ain't got none. <laughs> uh, I ain't got none. Wait. But uh, <laughs> oh, the pure shock, like, oh, what? <laughs> Numbers uh, on the board. But yo, know, so Tumblr, <laughs> Tumblr's fifty three, Reddit's thirty eight. So that's what a combined of yeah, about twenty three, twenty three hours. I'll say that twenty three. 
And that's what, how many? 23 with Instagram, yeah, for the week. Damn, dude. Get off your phone. Bro, this is a no (laughs) judge zone. This is a no judge zone, y'all. I swore you had a full time job. What are you doing? Damn. Are you you working? Are you you all shaking? Yo, 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 yo. Yo, chill. Chill, B. Like, damn. Call your boss because I don't know what he's doing. Yo, no, no, no. Oh, wait. So, so the people who. Who don't got no screen screen time on their phones? Mm-hmm. Y'all judging me? First of all, yeah. first of all, oh, uh, let, let me bless you real quick, G Money. Okay, I got first off, I, I'm not on <laughs> Twitter for not seven hours. So <laughs> I don't know how half your day is going like Bruh, that. So you say not one hour a day? I'll say about an hour or two a day. It's quick scrolls though. I'm not like no. fucking reading into the fucking text. Like it's quick scrolls. So since I don't have my screen time on, yeah. I'll tell you guys my value of my phone so i'll let you know what i do so i wake up in the morning right right check my check twitter for the news I how check what's long tr- like 30 minutes to see what's trending boom there's always protests okay. there's always something that someone says something crazy it's always on my timeline i'm on there for at least an hour and 30 minutes max all right cool and then i fire up that hinge <laughs> fire, fire <laughs> that hinge wait 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 yes. are you on an hour and a half Every day or just thirty minutes a day? No, an hour and a half a bit a day, probably max. Like morning okay. time, the midday so for like, lunch, so and then like a little, little bit, bit more than me, baby. So okay, that's for that's just Twitter. That's all Wait, I just Twitch. Remember let that. me give you guys a heads that, up. Let me, half, right? let me give my yeah. our Insta cousins a heads up. So Kwame, I invited him on because Kwame, other than Twitter, which he, I think he, I think after a year or two, yeah. Other than that, Kwame has not had social media since high, high school. school. So I deleted my Facebook in high school. Yeah. I had an Instagram in, in college, but I got low-key too much clout, deleted it too much. And then I had <laughs> and I, and I did I had no MySpace. All I had was Twitter for news. Right. And ever since then I've been incognito and even Snapchat. So that's why every time I come to the Bay Area, right. I live my life through Jeremiah. So everyone sees me through his page or my boy Chris Turter's page. Bro, and I fucking hate it because every time he comes to the town, I post a picture of him. Oh, First of all, they ain't licking their lips that crazy, bro. You got a pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, if you see them in my DMs, bro, I'm like, they ain't hitting me up. Or I'm not getting likes because of my picture. That has to be the worst feeling. That's like, babe, tell your friend I said what's Hey, yo, ask him where he's at. But I don't know, but I'm going to tell you one thing. From my experience right now, right, not having Instagram. You know, I think people, Instagram is cool to catch up with people. But like, when I don't have Instagram, I love hearing news from like, New, like jeremiah or anyone else you know i'm like oh right. what's going on with life there's conversation to have like i don't know what's going on in your life because i'm not checking you right i'm not checking you out but right. once you tell me what's going on in your life it's more exciting and i have more conversation to go off of to say like oh my gosh what happened with this what's going on with this because like sometimes we get caught up in you know liking something right let's say it's someone's birthday mm-hmm. you like their photo for their birthday that's your way of saying happy birthday then saying like let me text you or call you how are you doing I'm a huge advocate of FaceTiming and stuff like that so I can engage in conversation and see your face than like me, you know, texting. Because small talk for me is like, ah, I prefer not to, but anything mm-hmm. FaceTime-wise or anything I could talk to you on the phone, I live or die the game. Right. So that's why I kind of like deleted the Instagram. And I, I've noticed I had so much more time on my hands. It's crazy. Like, I'm over here working out now more. I'm drinking a little more too. I'm having fun. I'm socializing. <laughs> I'm social distancing. Okay, guys, wear your fucking mask. But I'm, <laughs> but yeah, I'm. All, but I am having a good time. Like you know, like just you know, it's, I just noticed a time frame in my life and what like, I can balance. It's crazy, you know. And true yeah, that, that's and that's kind of like my opinion on it. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't have those you know social media platforms. They're great. But for me, I noticed that my how much time I had available for myself and my friends. Whoever wants to talk, I'm willing to chat. Whatever. So yeah, that's pretty good experience on my end, but that's my little two cents of knowledge for today. For sure. All right, who next for that screen first. time? Oh, that's me. All right, so I have my weekly average of total screen time: nineteen hours and eleven minutes. Okay. okay. Um, most of that is Instagram. Oh. What what time you got for that? What time you got for that? I got eleven. Ooh. But in my boy's defense, though, in his defense, he does like a lot of work through Instagram. Mm. Like, I don't feel like 
And correct me if I'm wrong, Anthony. I don't feel like you're just sitting there just scrolling and shit. Like, if you guys follow him on Instagram, you'll get what I'm saying. He's promoting his artwork and different stuff like that. It's not. Oh, yeah, just... I'm securing the bag and talking to the. Yes. Guys. I like that. Like, okay. it's not just. It's not just like, oh, let me be in somebody's business today. Like... Yeah, it's not frivolous. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, it's not frivolous. I. I like have to engage with people. There's always someone DMing me about my art or you know, buying yeah. it, selling it, talking to people about <clears throat> different things. Um, yeah, so that's the bulk of my screen time. Um, the rest, I have an hour on WhatsApp, an hour and 31 on messages, and then hour and 15 minutes for creativity which i believe is the photo app and this is that kind of cool. photos camera and bisco so i have that and all that's okay. right not too bad um, yeah but i think i think the the trade-off for me is similar to what Connie was saying is that we especially by generation like we'll appreciate our time more but at the same time, I think we value face-to-face or in-person conversation because we understand what that was like before all this shit. Because we <laughs> were born like before MySpace and things like that. Right. And so right. there's an entire generation under us that has no idea of that value of like even what it means to turn a page in a book. And that's the sad part because I remember, and I'm sure a lot of you can remember, you're a parents or someone close to you actually reading you a story or telling you a story or speaking to you before you went to sleep and now i got little cousins that all them little fuckers do is <laughs> go on their ipad before they go to sleep and i'm just all like right. how is that a childhood you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. you're on a screen for the bulk of your life not just your day like that's going to be their life right and so that's going to be their familiar like that's going to be their comfort And I think there's going to be ramifications, good and bad, because it's not to say that it doesn't stimulate, you know, imagination and things like that still. But I think there is going to be a trade-off where we're going to see the lack of people being socially intelligent with one another. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to bump into somebody at a store and their entire life has been majority spent on the screen. They don't even understand what it means to say, excuse me. And, like, you might have an older person knock you the fuck out. You're sitting there like, what just happened? Yeah. Because you walk it with your head down or you're not paying attention. You're not, like, you know, there's a, a sense of awareness that comes with mm. it's, it's, it's And then you, then you end up one world star. That's it. <laughs> exactly. Career is over. Yeah, you can Google yourself. Oh, world star. Oh, my God. Oh, actually, I should add that to my screen time. on world star, too. <laughs> <laughs> instant on my computer how about computer time though that's different too i'm on my computer because phone time i don't check youtube and stuff like i do on my computer so i can add that to my stuff if anything because i'm on a computer checking stuff like that all the time so that's pretty bad yeah next level straight facts though straight facts all right so like kwame i don't i want i didn't have like my screen time on um but i will say that as of, I want to say a year ago, I started spending less and less time on um, social media. For one, I don't have a Facebook. I deleted that. So my only social media things are Twitter and Instagram. Um, and I mainly use those for my podcasts. Like, if you guys follow me on Instagram, I haven't posted anything about just my life in months i couldn't tell you the last time i posted anything um but there are new posts but they're all for the podcast um i also turned off my notifications for my instagram and twitter so i literally don't get any alerts unless i go to the app so i mean i feel like that eliminated a lot of the me going back and forth on the app because i just don't feel the need to and lately, your girl has been working like 12, 14 hour days, and I bring my ass home and I go to sleep. So, yo, Navy sending really... me the fires memes though. 
yeah, I'll find them every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Or I'll find, like, I feel like I find them in bulk, honestly. And you be sliding them. And then I like I'll send you stuff for like <laughs> podcast topics and stuff like that too. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I right. don't think really. You be sending me a whole lot of right funny now. shit. Uh, well, some stuff you do. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I would say if I'm gonna say between Twitter and Instagram, at the max, ten hours a week. At the max. It's not too bad. It's not, not too bad. bad. Not bad. Yeah. But yeah, no, I like, because especially when I'm tired, bro, I be falling asleep with my phone in my hand. So <laughs> I definitely don't be on that shit. I might Man. attempt to go on it and then wake up seven hours later, like, dang, what happened? <laughs> and I mean, I have a Snapchat, but I haven't been on Snapchat in forever. Bruh, who? Do people snap That's anymore? Like, I don't yeah, know. I don't I think... ch- I'm not one of those people. Not I kind of just keep the Snapchat for like every once in a while. It's like, oh, Snapchat memory. But then, you know, those Snapchat memories be trying to remind you about shit you don't want to remember. Oh, um, oh, so, oh, oh, you oh. got some dark, page, dark pages over there, huh? No. <laughs> no, you know, like people you don't want to remember. And it's just got like, oh, thought I thought I'd go oh, got, got some X's on there. Hmm. But other than that, it's just like, I don't, I don't really be on social media like that. I feel you. I think anything that's work related, though, if you're on, it doesn't count because I feel like that's like you have to do it. But if it's like something you're doing out of like fun, like I'm doing this because I just want to like see what's, nah. you know, that's different. Anything I don't know. work, yeah. I, you can't count work because someone's a digital marketer for online. That's their job. It's to be feeding on. the beast. Yeah, so that's. I it. mean, because you, you you're spending still, a whole lot of time job. on there. Yeah. Not only are I mean, you if, doing, if we're gonna talk, it's if not we're all gonna business. Talk screen time like that, then yeah, I'm on the computer all fucking day. Well, not all fucking day, but like yeah. I have a work laptop. Like I have to check my work emails. I have to stay on top of that stuff. But I mean, I'm not enjoying it, so I don't feel like it counts. I'm like, <laughs> but I mean, for the most part, like I think so. Where are you guys at? Like, or have you guys ever taken breaks from social media for long periods of time? Because for me, I mean, up, I think. Hell yeah. Got mm-hmm. got done with with my ex. I just didn't want to like be. Everything. I delete everything. For how long? Man, it was like a good, I think it was from July till about, I think about like August, September. Oh. No, no, no. I think I went longer than that. that. No, it was like November, November, December, because. for like a year, dog. It was like, it was good, like four months. And and then Nay came to me like, yo, let's start a podcast. That's how I came back in it. Yeah. Um, I had to be like, you have to make. You have to sign back into your Instagram. Right. Shit's not gonna work, bro. And for the most part, my <laughs> shit was like dead. Like I had like I had my phone, and I was just like, oh, you know, what do I do with you? Yeah. Not like you know, what am I gonna take my mail? Take my mail like seven hundred times in a day? No, I'm not. All right, I'm just. It'd be sometimes where I forget where my phone is sometimes because I wasn't touching it so much. Right. But I was doing a whole bunch of other stuff. So where are you guys at with uh, you know? Last time you took a social media break. Mm. So like Homie said, like there's a whole lot of free time. There's a whole lot of like you realize like, oh, there's more enriching conversations to have. Well, I think also I have found like there was a lot more time, a lot more stuff I didn't know. I wasn't in a whole lot of people's business. Mm-hmm. And that peace of mind, like, man. Yeah, that peace of mind like just was relieving for me. I feel like I don't really be in people's business anyway. Like, even on social media, like... Cause... I don't know, that shade room. That shade room be just giving you everything. Okay, well, that's... Okay, we use that for a podcast, bro. That and then, you know, it was people like, oh, so-and-so was having a baby. So-and-so had a gender yeah, reveal. Yeah, no, so-and-so, I don't like... care. So, I scroll past all y'all shit. That's why I don't <laughs> like it. Like, I just... I don't care. Do you, boo? Like, Man. unless you directly send me some shit like, oh, look, I'm engaged. I might be like, oh, congratulations, sis. Other than that, I... Don't care. I'm gonna keep scrolling. Oh man, what about you, Aunt? Uh, a week off. Last month, actually, I got tattooed. I was doing something creative, so I was like engaging. But what I noticed is that it's not even about the scrolling for me, or even being in the room. Mm-hmm. It's that as an artist or as someone that puts out content, if if three days go by and and you're quiet, like. People mm-hmm. will think you're dead. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you'll and you'll lose followers. Like people will think you're not about it anymore. Or that you have need to break them. Right. And 
And so it's that instant gratification that people love to see. Like they just want content every time they log in and they want to like click like and do it. Just they want to be in it. And there's people that are never going to give that shit less. True. And some of those people are like your number one supporters. Like you actually do need people like that. Like you got to feed the beast sometimes. True. So that was the hardest part of me taking a leap off. It's just like I know if I don't put out something to let people know. So like I put something up on my story, right? Right. To me, that wasn't like that wasn't me fully engaging. I, I put I do post any art, uh, but I'll throw something up on my story just so people know, like, hey, I'm still around. Like I'm still like still alive. But yeah, I mean, it's it's and that's sad that it's like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I believe even before I was like a content creator, I guess I guess that's what I am right now, me and Nay. Hey, we got but titles, even hey. before that, I felt like there was definitely with on social, social media, it was like a pressure to post po- or pressure to share. Like I need to take a picture. I need to post it up so, mm-hmm. so people like see me, mm-hmm. see people know I'm alive out here. It's I like your job. That, it seems like. <laughs> yeah. See, I think I struggle with that just because, you know, I have my own mental health issues and things that I deal with. So I kind of reach, like, after going through, like, my, my big episode, quote unquote, last year, I kind of reached this new point of fuck it. So, like, <laughs> I really don't be posting shit. Like, even if it's like, yo, you need to post this for the podcast. Like, I try. I try to be on it as much as possible for the podcast. But, mm-hmm. like... Because I guess, like, my sanity is more important than anything to me. So, like, sometimes that shit don't happen. Like, True that. And I'm just like, whatever. And that's one of the main reasons there hasn't been a post from me on, like, my personal page. Like, I think that anybody could go to my personal page and see, like, oh, shit, I don't really know what she's doing with her life. Unless she listens to the podcast. But, yeah, I don't feel a need to have to do it because... I'm kind of just like, you know, if I have a breakdown, all these people that I'm trying to break my neck to make posts for are not going to be there when I need them, you know? True. What about you, Kwong? You feel like you feel like you, you know you caught on to that pressure early on, or are you just like, I, you just you know what side-swiped it, it? You know what it is? It's like, even when I had the Instagram in college, uh, there's an expectation, like, they're, like everyone's at, like, it's, you're, you feel pressure to sit you know post content you know and then not just post content you want to keep everyone else happy you don't think about yourself you think about them it's kind of like what can i do to entertain my not my fans how can i get them to engage in what i'm saying on social media or like my photos and and i feel like we put a pressures on ourselves and that gets down to mental health as well it's like you're you're forcing yourself to be someone i'm not saying not who you are but you're trying to not you're not pleasing yourself at that point Mm -hmm. you're doing it for them Right. And it's kind of like, all right, I'm doing this to get likes. I'm doing this for that. And I feel like sometimes you also start comparing yourself once again. It's like, think about this. Like, even now, like, um, we, me, me and Jay have uh, friends who we went to high school with. And I'm not saying having children now is bad or good or whatever, but uh, getting married, right? And people having kids and starting a family. Some mm-hmm. people are, have, people are fortunate to have enough money to buy a home and like things like that. And that puts pressure on you. And that's another backlash of social media because it makes you compare your life to everyone else. Mm. How come I'm not there yet? I have a master's degree. I work at this company. You, how do you get this money? And you start over analyzing everything. Like how can I get to where they are? Cause mm. I feel like I've done everything in my power to get to where I am. And that's where we start beating ourselves up. I'm like, man, how can they, how do they get there? How can I get there? And that's when you start, comparing yourself like i said again and that's when stress starts to hit you and that mm-hmm. kind of pushed me away from it so i stopped looking at what people were doing i didn't know who's getting married anymore and now i feel like i'm not comparing myself you know i don't feel like pressure to do anything and i feel like oh whatever i'm doing what i feel like doing i'm happy i'm good my, my mental sanity is there uh, i have good people around me you know i get to talk to them and stuff like that but mm-hmm. once you eliminate that factor of caring about what other people think and trying to compare yourself You'll be surprised how happy or for free you are, man. It's deep, man. I definitely learned that. And uh, there's days I still struggle with it, but I'm like, you know what? This is better for me personally, right? So that's right. my little two cents. <laughs> Facts. I mean, 
that's one thing. I think even there were studies about like how like Facebook and if certain people like they track the happiness based off of, you know, the the participants and their followers and just like, you know, you just scrolling down you could see like their their rate of like satisfaction just dropped the more like good news other people were receiving. I think that's just like yeah, it it puts you in a place of like comparison. So when I wouldn't be surprised if you the more social more time that you have on social media, the more different, you know, avenues of social media, multiple Twitters, multiple, you know, Facebooks, multiple Instagrams, the lower satisfaction you would have. But but let me have this last little thing here. When's the last time you checked your social media and someone posted something negative that happened to their life? Everything you see on their social media page is good. This is how I'm living right now, right? Uh, when's the last time you seen someone post something like, damn, my grandma died? I don't see that. Oh, I lost my, my house. Oh, I'm struggling and I need help. We've, I've, I can't even think of the last time I've seen that. Besides seeing the GoFundMe pages that gets swatted around, right? But everything else, when's the last time people don't post real stuff, man? Like, oh, man, I'm struggling, man. Mm-hmm. I love to have people around. I'm I'm here now, whatever. It's it's always a good post, never a negative. I'll say eighty percent good, twenty percent bad news posted on Instagram. Besides riots and stuff, that doesn't really count. That's like people being, you know, world stars and stuff like that. But <laughs> everything else though, Instagram in my point of view is straight a light of show me what you're doing now, it's good. Don't show me, don't post anything bad. And yeah. So that was more of like Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. I just remember, because like, I have that bar, right, that said, you know, how are you feeling today or something like that. And I used to right. take that shit seriously. <laughs> was I, was, I was typing that motherfucker how, how I really felt <laughs> and uh, engaged in certain conversations. But I think right. um, a lot of that, what we're talking about, though, too, is the comparison track. Because you have to go, you have to go into these spaces with a certain level of consciousness once again. Right. So if I know that, like, most people aren't going to post the real shit in their lives. I'm already looking at it differently. I'm scrolling with a different mindset. Right. Because I know I'm going to see people on vacation. I'm going to see people when they get their new shoes. I'm going to see people when they think they're out and about mm-hmm. at the food trucks and think they're cool or whatever and blah, blah, blah. And so I just expect that. But also, I'm locked into my own reality. So I got shit that I have to take care of and I can't be worried about what other people are doing. And my mom told me something when I was younger that really stood out to me. And she said that most of the time in your life, you have to have blinders on. And she meant that like the horse races where it's like, they're not racing against the other horses. They don't see shit. Mm -hmm. All they see is the finish line. And that's all you have to focus on. And I think you have to engage social media like that, especially with dealing with other people. It's like, you gotta have those blinders on. Because if not, you will easily just get distracted, you will easily get frustrated, you will easily get led astray, and making other people's energy your energy, which is never good. True. True that. So straight facts. Straight facts. So I mean when when you talk about that kind of that consciousness that you bring into social media use, can you uh, elaborate how you achieve that or yeah, describe a little bit more, Anthony. I think it's more of I decided a long time ago, right, that I just want to make a lot of decisions, which I think that's what life is, is basically making choices, right? But I want to mm-hmm. make those decisions in my best interest. And it changed the way I, I did things because no longer was I worried about what someone else was saying or what someone else thought. I could always ask for someone's opinion mm-hmm. from someone that I trusted or like I felt was wiser than me. But at the end of the day, I want to make decisions in my best interest and make decisions that give me peace. So even if they were seemingly really uncomfortable or really hard decisions to make, if I knew that there was going to be peace on the other side of that, that's what I was going for. And I think a lot of people now, they go for instant gratification or they go for the easy Ooh. shit that doesn't last long. Yep. So you end up making decisions that aren't necessarily in your best interest, especially in the long run, but they might feel good right then. And you fuck yourself over. And a lot of things, like, you can't do business like that, right? right. So you really can't do your life like that. you got to think kind of, like, three years ahead 
a year ahead, mm. a couple of months ahead. Like, how am I going to feel and how is this decision going to impact me? So that's the kind of mindset I take into it. I know that when I go into these spaces like Instagram, I know that if I post something, my like my art, it might not make me a, it might not make me any money right now. I might not get the message that I want across right now, mm-hmm. but a month from now or two months from now, I might frame that sucker and be able to sell it for fifty dollars. Like I know that, Damn. so mm-hmm. I go into it and thinking that where it's just like I don't need you guys to like. I don't. I don't need this picture to get two hundred likes. Or I don't need this tattoo to get you know three hundred likes. But I need people to see it. So then when I can reference my own work and come back to it, I can say, hey, check that out, or hey, check that out, or look what I did there with that shadowing. I can reference that. That's mm-hmm. all building on what I, what the content that I put out. Everything that I say, everything that I post, everything that I use, even to get attention, right? Right. Is, is all a benefit for me in the long run. Man, because you're definitely talking about like breaking away from like being a slave to the likes. Like, I'm going to just do anything to, for the, whatever likes it is for the gram. Yeah, do it for the gram. Yeah. And then just yeah. trying to be able to like, you know, well, I got to flip it. I got to, you know, invest. This is an investment. And this is, a, you know, a tent. This is attraction. People, people are going to put eyes on this. Yeah. I mean, because you don't want to, you don't want to be a gimmick and you don't want right. to like troll yourself either. And so like, I've noticed things that are really funny about even my, my audience. And that as an artist, right, I can I can pinpoint. So, like, I'll give you an example. I posted a picture that took me 10 minutes basically to draw. And I thought this shit was so, like, whatever. I was Cheesy. Like, okay. and, but it was, uh-huh. yeah, it was, a, it was a sex scene, though. And I hadn't drawn, like, penetration before that. That, right. that damn picture got almost 600 likes. Bro, what? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, it got, like, 600 likes. You can go see it. It got 600 likes. Um. And I was just like, I was surprised, right? I'm just like, oh, these people are stuck in the house and just want to see a bunch of like nude shit and, you know, titties and dicks and stuff. That's cool. (laughs) But I was like, it's like, that's cool. But like, that's not, that's not the only art that I do. And that's not what I'm strictly about. And so I don't just draw erotica. But like, if I fucking feel like it, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm in the moment or whatever and I feel moved to, I'll draw it or whatever. But I'm not going to like, like I didn't, I didn't seize that moment and be like, okay, well that's what you guys want, so I'll just do that from now on. Bro, nah, I, I posted yeah. a picture like I'm back to our regular schedule program. <laughs> and sometimes, yeah, you know, sometimes you can throw out shit that's like, okay, I want to see how this is going to be received. Right. And like that's it. And it's nice to to uh, appreciate your audience and like see what information they do. Yeah, man, it's erotica over Instagram. Come on, who are the, who are these guys? Sex sells, Yo, dude. Anthony. Drop your IG one more time, real quick. <laughs> My IG is at I am controversy. Go check it out. I draw black women, queer people of color, fat queer women of color. Um, it's really inclusive, and I'm really proud of it. And like how it's grown, I feel like I've earned every single follower. So facts. I, I, that's how serious I take it. There we go. So, uh, so Nay, so I got a question. So, so based on this, so. Would you say the general public kind of comes in with that kind of clarity of just like, look, and like social media is, you know, it's mostly we just, we have to, one, not be slave for the likes. We have to come with a certain like consciousness. Not everybody is, is out here telling the truth. Not everybody's being real. And that this is mostly an opportunity just to like market stuff. What do you, what do you, so the percentage of the general market that's coming in like blind and they're just sheeps. As well as what's the what's the possible ramifications on their mental health? They just I don't think in. the majority are aware. I don't at think all. they're not aware. And as well I as I don't think they are. Then what is that possible effect on mental health? They well that everybody's noticed. What do you guys think? I mean, I think I would just go back to what I was saying before. Like people don't know how to be social, like outside of being behind a screen or on a phone or things like that like when it comes to interacting mm-hmm. with people real time it's just like oh shit i didn't i don't know what to say i didn't think we were gonna actually see each other like right. type of stuff like people don't know how to carry a conversation mm-hmm. don't know how to start a conversation like it's real awkward like you know what i mean yo so example i think me and kwama talked about it so some some people that we talk to like trying to date or trying to like you know chop them up and like you know spit game. A lot of them like we felt like they were we were supposed to be the inner the ones that entertain them. 
and it's just like it's not a two way conversation. Well, that's dating though. That's different, man. That's like I, 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 I see. I see that because like you know, it's, 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 I hate, but it's like different because. For that, you're that's like a different topic there, dude. Like, I'll, like I'll, that's that would be a different episode for you guys. Y'all burn the shit out of that. Y'all in trouble with that. I'm on the hinge, boy. I got game. I tell you, I know what time it is. That's a different conversation, G. But I would say for the most part, when it comes to that, like, uh, entertaining someone because, like, like you mentioned, my us being sheeps and following, right? I feel like a lot of us are like that. Think about this: when you're in high school, right? We're all influenced by our peers. You can't act like you didn't try to fit in with everyone else. True that. You can't say that in elementary school you didn't try Never. to fit in. No. That's a that's a joke, right? You, you can't you ain't front on no one here because I was a biggest right. follower myself. I had cornrows. I thought I was sexy. Nope, false. Man, Michael, that was gone. Sophomore <laughs> no, year. What you mean? I, I don't care. No, I was a fucking follower. I hated it. <laughs> and I wore baggy jeans. I wore the tall tees like everyone else. The jabos. Jabos. I thought I was live, but no, I was being a follower because my peers are doing it. I'm gonna do it. So that's what social media is. Think about social media. The kids, the TikToks, everyone's doing these things because everyone else is doing it. We're mm-hmm. followers, you know? We like seeing, if we see an influencer doing something, we're going to follow what they're saying. And when you start right. having big figures like Kanye West and people speak out, kids listen to them like they're their fathers, dude. So like, whatever they say goes. Base so, God. Yeah, those people are really important. Those they, God, People look up to Will B. Oh my gosh. You're, you're so ratchet, dude. Oh my gosh. But yes, but speaking of that, but yeah, it's true. Like all, all of us facts, dude. We're all easily influenced by our peers and people we look up to. So at the end of the day, we all follow something, right? There's something we follow, something true we like that. to do, but now people are being a little better at trying to be different, right? That's a big right. thing now. And yeah, so that's my little Yeah, yeah I can I can definitely see like there's a lot of that, uh, like we we lose ourselves within that. On top of that, it's like you know we get really critical of ourselves of like oh we need to we need to catch up to them or they're doing this so we need to follow them. A lot of it doesn't become our own, and then you know we we, we I can see some depression in there. Just like everybody's just living uh, such a better such a much better life, and just not realizing there's so many fucking lies out there. <laughs> yeah, worse than yours. Yeah, but I mean. I mean yeah. I, I don't necessarily know if we can blame that solely on social media because no, that's it's a good always chunk. been a thing. It's a good chunk. You know, but that's always been a thing. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. if if that wasn't a thing, then it wouldn't. We wouldn't have the whole saying like, "Oh, you trying to keep up with the Joneses?" Like, yeah. But now, now we can see not just one Jones down the street. It's like we can see Joneses like from here to man, India. We see Joneses from like, here to well, that's Bangkok. what I'm saying. I feel man. like. You know what I mean? Like, I, but I feel like that's unfortunately that is like a side effect to the black experience in the U.S. Like that's mm-hmm. that whole crab in a barrel mentality. Like, you know, I want to be as good as the next person or it, it's cool to see my peers being successful as long as they're not more successful than I am. Right. You know what I mean, like, so it's a constant just wanting to do better because we're set up to fail anyways. Right. You know? Yeah, but now we just got a more well, of an audience, well, more more people that we can yeah, see yeah, well, examples, right? Well, well, wait, because then can we all agree then that social media is a tool of the capitalistic machine? Ooh, does anybody disagree with that? No, I would say so. I, I can't I, I say like, that. I like I disagree. that. I like that. I like that. <laughs> so yeah, so then if it is, then its sole intention is not to truly benefit you; it's to exploit you. It's to exploit. Your what you think you want is to exploit uh, your pockets. Is to exploit right. uh, everything that you basically hold dear that you think you're doing for yourself. <laughs> you're really doing for somebody else, and they're probably white. So <laughs> it's it's another tool used to basically disenfranchise us at the same time. Now, I think this all thing about like projection, like putting like you think you want a big house, right? Right. But then you get the big house and you realize, like, damn, I really don't like cleaning this motherfucker. Like, it's yeah, so, a lot of So I got to buy a maid. And then I got to flex. Yeah. I got to put on the gram that I got maids now. Exactly. And so it's like yeah. the constant thing of, like, oh, it's, if it's not one thing, it's another. And you'll never be fulfilled. And then that also goes back to mental health, too, because if that's what you're worried about, but you're not worried about providing for yourself or, like, meeting your actual needs. And one of those needs is, I believe, like, acceptance and community you can go your whole life searching and getting wealth and not get some of those basic needs right. met. 
I, mean, I can see that's like another piece of anxiety. So, so far we got depression, a little comparing it and whatnot. Got effects to our social engagement because that's dropping down. And now we got some anxiety there too. I mean, which is a lovely segue oh. into Kanye. Oh, <laughs> man. Man, you talking about bipolar. You talking about a couple different things. Oversharing. Gosh. Lack of boundaries. Give them that but look at how many people will line up Personality just to watch the wreck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the, the, just the people like... will line up in our own community and watch the train wreck. We'll watch it crash. Oh, yeah. And like it, comment on it. While at the same time, I think this is this says a lot about how we view black mental health, but then also how we view mental health between um, black males. Right. Because it's always in a lacking phase. If this man would have got help or would have got therapy after his mom passed away, and like we wouldn't have stigmatized that or that wouldn't have been weird or everybody would have been like, well, that makes sense. Of course you would go talk to somebody Mm -hmm. after something traumatic like that. But like how many times before that do we not know what that man was going through where he probably should have talked to someone. And so it's that thing of like, just because we have some information doesn't mean we can say, oh, well, that makes sense. And why didn't he go or judge him now or think like, okay, you have all the money in the world to go see somebody. Why don't you? And like the conversation ends there. No, this Mm -hmm. is, this has been an issue. This man probably could seek therapy before his first album came out before he was, you know what I mean? Like all these things and like, that that plays a part in how we look at our own community because you gotta really pay attention to it can't it can't be when the when the train is on fire about to crash. Yeah. You can't wait till it's all the, the the extreme in order to, you know, decide and get help. But I think there's a big piece of like there is that piece of like, oh, we need to compare our lives to each other. We need to be, you know, critical of ourselves because with that comes the whole, oh, this is why we need, you know, these celebrities and we love seeing them like crash and burn because you know they're we only they're human too and we get, to, we get to yeah they're, they're a little bit lower they're knocked off their pedestal like to see that <laughs> yeah, that's crazy and then that you know mixes in with our whole crabs in the barrel thing i mean i think that's why a lot of people are like he's fine or like bro look at this dude and that's why we see all these comments over here do white people do that to each other though we had this conversation during our hike the other day <laughs> <laughs> Like, are they waiting for each other to fail, or are they just like, oh, damn, that nigga got caught? <laughs> I, I, I wish I, I knew the answer. So. I mean, and that's what we said. We talked about that during the hike. It's like, uh, you know, the crab in the barrel, you know, breakdown, like, in the black community. But I know there's a lot of disparity, health disparities of that, and, like, opportunities mm-hmm. for us. To, like a resources. Yeah, like a resources. So that makes a huge impact, right? But it's so weird. I was talking to you know, Jeremiah and Chris about this, about how... We don't own a, We don't really uplift the black community. Like for example, if it's a, a woman or a male, whoever may they identify as, um, like when they try to make it out of the hood or whatever bad situation it is, they get made fun of for being intelligent or going mm-hmm. outside the normal. And that comes to the, your, you know, like once again, that whole conversation of trying to fit in with your peers. And it's like people shame you for being educated. Mm-hmm. They shame you for speaking a certain way. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I got told I speak white. I'm like, what? The, what is white? You know, and I've I've had that before too, and it's cool. I right. get it. And but like I said, like it's a it's a big game, and so like I feel like the black community sometimes, not all, sometimes from what I've noticed, they pull you under if you make it, or they right. end up getting killed, or something crazy like that, right? Not maybe using extreme cases, but I'm like, man, I can't talk to. I remember the last conversation I had a white person said that, oh, I can't believe Billy just got into Harvard. That's terrible, man. No, I always <laughs> see I always see my brother. Oh my gosh, that's so cool, and they make it. Right. And guess what? When they're de- when they get a job at this. You know, mm-hmm. Fortune 500 company, he helped Billy get to that next job. That's a helping hand. And I feel like I don't right. see that often in, like, the people of color community. And I feel like it's sometimes like a – it's like a – we're, like, not saying fighting against each other. But we're trying to, like, up one another, right? And yeah. it's weird. And I'm like, why is it never a helping situation? Sometimes there is because I had a bunch of people who did help me. But it's never consistent. Right. And I was want to know, like, I, like, you're right, man. Anthony, I think <clears> that there's – I don't see white people – fucking terrorizing each other oh i can't believe karen did that to me today it's, it's always an uplift man you feel me it's wild and oh, i and i, I, and I, would, and I would, yeah and i wish i knew the answer to that man I, I, oh. and i should talk to my white friends about that man do y'all ever uh, pull somebody under or what yeah but i think <laughs> what i was silent, telling for some root, like root for their downfall right well i mean i was talking with uh chris and kwame about like man, the, the book i'm reading about self-compassion and how like 
people, when I look at, at the black experience, a lot of people here in our community, they've lived hard lives and they, they've constantly been pushed on by other people. And when that's it, that, that lasts for a long decades, generations of time, you become very hypercritical of yourself. You hold high standards. And when you don't meet those standards, then it's, then you begin to like get really hard on yourself. You get really hard on other people. How dare other people be better than you when you're supposed to be the one that's exceptional? I'm supposed to be amazing. How dares that person get that job? How dare that person get that Fortune 500 company? Who's he think he is? Mm-hmm. Let me tear him down a little bit so I can lift myself up. And it's not to say like that's us. That's who we are. We're just a negative community. No, it's just because we've suffered several years of oppression, several years of People telling us, oh, we're not good enough. We don't deserve to vote. We don't deserve our humanity. Mm-hmm. Straight facts, bud. And that just bleeds in. That sinks in. So then we just turn to each other and like, oh, you getting up? Oh, no. Nah. Well, I'm suffering down here. You going to lift me up? Oh, you ain't? I'm just going to tear you down. We all, I like you down here with me. At least I, misery has company. <laughs> Yo, that's deep, G. Okay. <laughs> So I mean, well, I think well, I think we can go all the way back to like historical, like examples and references, right? right. So if we're if we're all slaves, right, all right. of us right here, and me and Jay decide to run away, mm-hmm. and we happen to tell Kwame that, like, or we ask Kwame, like, like, do you want to run away with us? And Kwame says, you know, no, no, I'm, you know, I'm not going to go this time or whatever. Like, I'm just, I'm just going to wait it out. All right, fine. Me, me and Jay decide to leave. Slave masters come, be like, where, where are those two dudes at? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. Kwame's pretending to be asleep. They wake up, Kwame, be like, where are your friends at? Da, da, da. Kwame has a decision to make. And I guarantee you that yeah. slave masters are going to sit there and say, like, oh, I'll give you some food from the big house Ooh, if you tell me where they niggas went, right? <laughs> Facts. Can I really blame Kwame? Can I really blame him if he was hungry? And he ain't had a good meal in God knows how long. And he's just like, yeah, they took off running last night, blah, blah, blah. Some people would say that's a snitch. Some people would say that's disloyal and you all bad or whatever. But I think context-wise, you really have to look at like, man, if you hungry, I can't really – I might do the same thing. I don't know, and, man. And you're tough. talking like black conservatives right now. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Come, come on. on. Come on. No, because – Too far. Leave me at this. Because I think – yeah, because I think there's a difference though of Kwame going to the slave master and saying them niggas is running. To yeah, me. like he didn't he didn't seek him out like yeah, amen. yeah, amen. and him being woken oh, oh. up out his sleep and being propositions basically yeah. with this deal. And I think there's a difference there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like in our own community, I also think since we have those historical like examples and like mm-hmm. that's where we kind of like start out the gate from. White people don't have to start there. And so they really get to start with this manifest destiny bullshit and this like, oh, I can take what I right. want and build what I want. And like no one questions Colonizing. that. Yeah. And I also don't – but I also don't need like your cosign. So even if I fuck up and I lose it all, a.k.a. like Donald Trump and I go into bankruptcy, I'm still not embarrassed because right. I did something that most of you didn't do anyway. And even though I had daddy money – there's a mentality that comes with that, right? That even mm-hmm. failure looks different. So failure for black people looks a lot different. If you look at OJ Simpson and you think that a bulk of the, the black community said that he, or believe that he didn't do it, right? And mm-hmm. that he got away with murder and that did something for us as black people. Whether he murdered everybody, right? Didn't it, it didn't matter. Right. It it didn't matter at all. And so, like, but there's that thing of, like, who co-signs you? If you have your community behind you, people will get away with just some some awful things. But it's like, but that that's, like, ours. And we got to hold on to those pieces. What's good, his cousins? Swoosh Knight here. And, of course, as always, we got caught up in the mix, having a good time. So, our episode ran long. So, we decided to split it up into two episodes. So, you can catch a second part of the scintillating conversation next week when it drops and we wrap up our discussion on social media and its effects on our mental health. Big shout outs to our guest, my cousin Kwame. You can find him on Twitter. It's the only place you can find him. At Kwame underscore Mitchell. And of course, our guest Anthony, aka at 
I am controversy, all one word, on IG. Check out his artwork. It's looking great. Support black creatives. As always, you have Miss Vanessa at Danae underscore Vanessa on IG and Twitter. And of course, you got me, Swoosh Knight, Swoosh underscore K-N-I-G-H-T. Holla, your boy. Of course, follow the podcast page. Love yours underscore podcast on IG. Love yours underscore pod on Twitter. Every week, each Tuesday, 7.30, we always drop an IG Live discussing some things. So, why not? Join us. Of course, you can listen to this podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, and Stitcher. Like, comment, rate, review, subscribe, do it all. And of course, if you want to join us on here, we love guests, we treat them right. Hit us in our DMs. Another reason why you can slide in A's DMs, besides hollering at her, let her know, hey, love your work. Let's collab. Let's do some things. Or, I think this is a great topic that we should discuss. We're always open to ideas, always open to critique. So, definitely help us out. Until then, you know, keep tuning in. We got past episodes. And thanks for rocking with us. All right, peace. Love yours, the podcast, the podcast.